You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. Social media is a key tool many business leaders use to connect with other leaders and market their business. But how can you get the full potential of social media? Well, let me tell you, I've invited Teddy Burris, a LinkedIn trainer, coach, and consultant, as well as a speaker, to help guide you through the best practices and tactics that business owners can use to attract clients through LinkedIn. Teddy, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Richard, thank you very much for inviting me in. Let's start simply. Let me ask you, can you share a story, maybe an interesting story, Teddy, about your background, kind of your path to where you are today in your profession? Well, how about if I fast forward beyond being number two of 15 kids and tell you how I got into the business world? Okay, let's, let's um, back up I, for a second. You said you're the, num- you're the second in the line of 15 children? I am, in fact, number two of 15. Oh, my goodness. I have seven sisters and six brothers uh, who are alive today. And so it's a total of 15. Wow. Okay. It was an interesting life. Absolutely interesting life. Lived in the middle of a farm, and I did not understand the value of living in the middle of 1,100 acres at the foot of a mountain (laughs) (laughs) until years later. That sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, Richard, you know, in, in the context of social media and business, I really I started my first sales job when uh, in uh, 2005. And before that, I spent many years in technology. My first sales job, absolutely a, 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 a milestone uh, activity. I asked my new boss, as I was a, the brand new senior sales manager, I asked him, I said, tell me the one thing that you know, that if I do it and do it well, I'll be successful. That's a pretty cool question, isn't it? Right. If he had the answer. What was the answer? Well, here was was his answer. He told me, I want you to grip and grin your way through every chamber event, collect as many business cards as you can, put them in our CRM system, and call them until they buy. Wow. I had just quit a glorious corporate job with a brand-new company car, American Express, access to the corporate plane, and I heard that, and I almost died. So I, I knew there had to be a better answer. And I, by the way, my immediate response to him was, because I was in that situation, was, sir, yes, sir. And so, but I went, I went on a journey, and I decided there's got to be a better way of doing this. And by the way, during that journey, within a month, I gave away my first 500 business cards, he was so excited that I'd handed out 500 business cards. I almost took the second box to throw it away to see the smile on his face, but I decided <laughs> not to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's an absolute true story, man. And, I, and this I, I is in this it. century. You said 2003? Is that what you said? It was 2005. 2005, sorry. But still, yeah, in this yeah. century. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. So, um, so... So to try to make better of the situation I was in, I mean, it was a good company. I liked what I was doing. I loved technology. I just knew there was a better way of doing what I wanted to do. So, Richard, I went on a journey, and I studied a bunch of dead people, people like Dale Carnegie, Ralph Waldo Emerson. Is Zig Ziglar dead? I don't think he is. 
I'll uh, check while you're talking. Yeah, yeah. So I studied a bunch of really cool people, even uh, uh, Keith Ferrazzi, you know, um, and, and, I, and I figured out there's a better way of doing this. And uh, I, I, what I figured out was it was less about doling out business cards with reckless abandon but more about making connections and developing relationships. And then I went on a journey to do that, and I, I have been having the time of my life since then. So that's a great setup, and, and Zig has passed. So, um, But let's move on. Yeah. What is the... How did you translate that into a to the profession that you're doing today? And, you know, what who do you help? And I, on the show, I like to say, you know, what's your su- most successful niche? But who are you helping, and how are you helping them? Yeah, so I figured out, Richard, in those back in those days that I didn't have enough shoe leather to get everywhere I wanted to get to meet enough people to grow my network every day and find people I could help and who could help me. And so that's when I discovered this stuff that we now call social media. First, I discovered Facebook and Twitter and blogging, and then I discovered LinkedIn. I had a LinkedIn account in 2004, and I deleted it. Didn't know. I didn't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had one of those early adopter accounts, man. So, but, but what I discovered is that social media plays a huge role in this connecting and developing relationships and reputation. And so... I quit that job and after five years, and today my focus, my very purposeful focus, is helping what I refer to as business professionals, regardless of the industry and regardless of the role, help them use social media as business tools. And, and, and the world seems to think that Teddy Burris is the LinkedIn coach and trainer, and I'm okay with that. And, uh, and I've developed a, a, a style. I've developed a, 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 a series of programs that serve not only people in business, but also people in career transition. Because guess what? If you're in career transition, you're still selling. Right. You're so selling yourself, right? Every day. Every day. So my, my, my high-level or, or, or deep-dive niche is facility management, technology, staffing, professionals, and, and organizations with teams of salespeople. But I'll never turn down a conversation with an individual to help them. So how long have you been studying LinkedIn and figuring out how to teach people how to leverage that platform? Well, I, I got serious about that word studying, right. practicing, experimenting, Probably around 2008. Okay, so 10 years. Two, yeah, 2009, I started writing articles about it. Uh, and and I, I, I eat, drink, and sleep LinkedIn. Uh, you know, other stuff too, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but mostly LinkedIn every day. Okay, so so let's let's and we're talking with Teddy Burris. He's his company is Burris Consulting, and I really wanted them on the show because we met through LinkedIn, right, Teddy? You and I, we did an outreach. I'm not sure if you reached out to me or if I reached out to you, but doesn't really matter. We connected, mm-hmm. and you've actually presented to um, my community here, CEO Peer Groups in, in Orange County, California, and they they found value in that. And so we've built this relationship, and now you're on the podcast. We've never met. We've only done this electronically through the platform of LinkedIn. Isn't that cool? Yeah. 
You're right. Isn't that, isn't that phenomenal? I mean, my, the lady who edited my second book, I've never met, um, <laughs> and, and she's a and she's a friend. She's a friend today, Richard. Yeah, yeah, it's cool stuff. So, at a very high level. If you're sitting with let's let's say we have an audience of business owners and they're across the spectrum, but they are uh, some of them are service providers, some of them are not. Some of them are manufacturers and do other things. If if you were to give them one tip to start with to sort of whet their interest about why they should invest the time to learn parts of LinkedIn, like you could teach them to learn LinkedIn, what would be a high level? tidbit or idea or recommendation or suggestion you would give them? You know, Richard, that's a, that's a powerful question, and, it, and, and there's, there's a many different answers to it, but here's one. Here's the, for me, the most powerful one. And I have a reputation in my network, and I think it's pretty decent. You know, the people that I know who know me trust, respect, and like me. And there's a lot of business in that space and that across that network. But what's really, really cool is there is someone else out there that you have not met, I have not met, who needs me, who has the wherewithal to, to hire me, to contract me, to have me help them. And that's the value of social media because you connect and you get referrals, you connect and you get introductions, you connect and you discover and it's that next great connection that you don't know how to find until you start using social networking. So, so is a part of your recommendation, Teddy, to figure out what I've heard it referred to as a connection strategy on LinkedIn? Absolutely. Absolutely. My connection strategy is very clear. Very clear, Richard. I, there's two people that I need to connect with every day. Or two classes of people. Ah, that's the right word. Two groups of people. Number one, in my connection strategy, I connect with people I can help with no benefit to me in any way at all. This is called lead with give. I want to be able to help people. Oh, wait, that a, that's a great way to build a reputation as well. So that's part of why I do that. So the second group of people I want to connect with are the pe- and this is the people I'm looking for, by the way. I don't look for everybody else. I'm looking for the people who are relevant to what I do and relevant to what I can bring to the table for them, as well as their influencers. That is my very deliberate networking strategy on LinkedIn. First of all, accept invites from people I can help while I'm looking for those who have a need for what I bring to the table. And how do you... I want to depersonalize it from you because your experience may not be transferable. But again, we've got a, a group of business owners here that are looking to grow their business and they think that LinkedIn could be an avenue for them. What, at a high level again, what are you helping them to understand is available for them to figure out who are the right kind of companies for them to engage with or individuals that they should try to connect to as a part of their outreach and connection strategy? Yeah, so if I'm talking to business owners, they have multiple, uh, they have a plethora of needs besides business opportunities, uh, which they could be using social networking or LinkedIn to find those organizations and companies that have a need for them. But they also have a need for resources. They have a need for equipment, systems, processes, they have a need for uh, employees. And so social networking through LinkedIn 
opens up many channels to find those other resources, those other systems. And how about knowledge? How about ideas that they've never considered? So it's, you know, I call it being publicly present. I think leaders and organizations need to be publicly present so that they can discover or uncover those various opportunities across the entire organization. Am I, am I hitting where you want me to go? Yeah, because I, I think there are two avenues with LinkedIn. One is how you use the tool to go out to find, proactively find, connections that are valuable for your business. And the other part of it is how do you present yourself and your company on LinkedIn so that people can find you because you're attractive and valuable to them. So I, I wanted to deal with the first part of it, which is the sort of using it as a tool to get out and find people. And then I wanted to turn your attention here in the latter part of the interview to what the companies and individuals need to do to create a platform and a profile that is attracting people to their product and brand. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's equally as important. I tell people that there's three legs to of getting value from LinkedIn. You know, number one is you have to have a presence. And that has to be very thoroughly thought out. Uh, and it's not your resume. This is your brochure. Uh, and number two, you have to grow your network every day. And you, you know, you, you've got to be connecting so that people realize that you're out there and realize what you're all about. And number three, and, and all of this plays into this presence piece, uh, number three is you've, you've got to engage. Too often, people will build a glorious LinkedIn profile, whatever that means to them. And it, it means something different to me. Right. But they, then they don't then they don't engage. And so then what happens in that case, you, you never get discovered because, you know, the, the algorithms don't let your, your profile. LinkedIn's not sitting there going, hey, look at Richard. Hey, look at Richard. The, the algorithms on LinkedIn are saying, hey, look at the content Richard shared. And so when people find meaningful, relevant, useful content, that's when they'll go click on your LinkedIn profile and go, oh, that's Richard Franzi. Who is this guy? He's interesting. So when you say that, when you, when you say creating content, how, would you, how do you suggest people post that content on their LinkedIn page or in the LinkedIn e ecosphere? Yeah, yeah, good question. So, and so, Richard, it's really not only about you creating your own content. That's that's very useful if you have the 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 idea, the thought, or the interest in creating content. Write your own articles. Write your own simple posts. That's a that's a whole lifestyle for people to want to be writers, and not many want to be. And so, but you can create awareness for who you are without writing your own content. Just go to LinkedIn and search for content that's relevant to you and then engage on it with a like, a comment, and or share. So just get involved in other people's conversations, by the way, that are relevant to who you are and what you do, is a, is a very powerful way to create a reputation for yourself and drive views of your profile. Okay, we're talking, so, um, with, yeah, we're talking with Teddy Burris. So, so let me follow up on that. So you gave them three choices, like, comment, and share. Now, those can be discrete, discrete choices, or they can be, you can do two out of three or all three. What is your recommendation from a philosophical perspective on, you know, should you like them? Should you comment? Should you share? What, what is the valuable aspects of that? Absolutely. And so philosophically for me, I want to engage in your conversation when it is relevant to who I am and what I do. 
I don't want to become a serial liker. <laughs> you know, you know there's those people out there that there's one guy, well, I won't tell stories about people who said, I tell you, nobody ever looks at my profile. Well, dude, you're not doing anything but liking stuff. <laughs> you know, so don't, be, you know, don't become a serial liker. But, but it's when you really get involved in a conversation and you bring your two and a half cents that's relevant. And by the way, anytime you bring your two and a half cents, bring it relevant to the conversation. Don't try to hijack it. And you can disagree appropriately and respectfully in a conversation. People respect that. But if you really want to create value, it's really about engaging in the discussion. To whatever degree you have time and the, and the wherewithal to do, the, 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 the share is more powerful to your specifically to your network because what you're saying there is i found this piece of content that i think is really useful and i want the rest of you to see it and what i so what i want to ask you is if you're going to comment or share shouldn't you make it an additive process either by expanding up on a point or to your point which i think is interesting maybe taking a, a slightly different a point of view, or maybe even disagreeing with a point within a within a post. I mean, is isn't the idea to sort of have like you would have if you were having a conversation with your friends? I mean, you need to be adding something to the conversation, and not just going. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to comment, you want to bring meaningful value to the discussion. Absolutely. Yeah, I see that all the time. Hey, uh, Richard, thanks for sharing. Hey, Steve, thanks for sharing. And that doesn't bring meaningful value, and it also doesn't help expand your reputation right. if you're not bringing anything to the table. So when people, yes, when people, let's say they do an organic post, let's say they actually they have a video they want to put up, or maybe they have a, a blog post that they think is worth comment, putting on their LinkedIn profile, how would you suggest, what would be the most valuable use of their time? How, how should they go about making that kind of, visible on their LinkedIn profile? Well, it, it's pretty, the technology, the technical is pretty easy. You go to the home page and you click in the box that says share something. And so that's pretty straightforward. Um, however, here's, here's uh, two critical uh, best practices. Number one, never share something that is not relevant and useful to your network. Okay. I'm Teddy Burris. I'm a LinkedIn coach and trainer. I'm a career coach. I'm a, I'm a leadership coach. You'll never see me share beautiful pictures of drop-dead, gorgeous, long race cars. This just is not relevant to me. It's not going to help my brand, and it's not going to help the people that I'm, that I'm engaging with. So number, number one is it's got to be relevant and useful to your network in regards to what you do. And here's the second thing. Anytime you share what's called third-party content, YouTube articles, blog posts, you know, Harvard Business Review, um, you know, critical mass radio show podcast, you know, links to it that you should share on LinkedIn where you find value from them, you should always tell your network why you are sharing it. Mm. Now, don't just drop a link and hit post. Drop a link and tell them why and then hit post. I think you should listen to this podcast interview I did with Teddy Burris because it'll help you to understand how to leverage LinkedIn as a networking and as a business development platform. Like that? Absolutely. Okay. Or I got value from this, or I got this nugget from it. Something that's okay. meaningful value. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. And when people do post content, they get analytics back, right, over time. 
how do you suggest people look at the analytics of their posts? You know, they they can see how many people saw it, how many people liked it, and how many people might have commented or even shared it. Correct? Yeah, yeah. But too often we get trapped in. Uh, oh my God! I got 149 likes today. Woo woo for me. Okay. And, and that may not that that post may not. But a single post and the engagement on a single post is not going to move your brand forward. Hmm. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> You've got to pay attention. It, 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 Richard, I'm sorry. Just because people didn't like that Instagram post of you doesn't mean they don't like you. Right. Um, you know, it, it's a lifestyle. So you think about, you know, on an ongoing basis, what kind of content am I sharing? Does my network agree with it? Like it? Is it interesting? Does it create engagement? You know, across a period of you know time, and, um, uh, and and yeah, you do need to pay attention to post analytics. I do as well, uh, but I didn't get overly excited when that one YouTube video got twelve thousand views. Okay, I got excited. I got excited, Richard, but not overly excited. Right, but when you got twelve thousand views for that YouTube video, what is that really in your experience with LinkedIn? Is that twelve thousand people who viewed your? video or is that 12,000 people who had it in their LinkedIn feed and they kind of looked at it? I mean, how much engagement is there to that aspect of the analytics? Yeah, views are views are nice, but they're not overwhelming by any means. What's really overwhelming, what's really beneficial in your analytics is am I posting content that either through comments or through a direct conversation with someone, my most important viewers, not anyone, my right. most important viewer target audience, do they come back and go, oh, my God, Teddy, that is exactly what I needed to hear. Okay. Yeah. So delivering value. Down the meaningful. Absolutely. You know, my engineer's telling to right, me. To, Richard, to the right people, to the right people. Unfortunately, my engineer is telling me I'm out of time with you today for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast, Teddy Burroughs. But I'm not going to let you go before I ask you, if someone would like to learn more about your expertise, where do you suggest they go to find you online, sir? Well, I'm not going to surprise you, Richard. <laughs> I suggest that they... <laughs> uh, you know, they can find me at all of... Just Google Teddy Burris. Just... Google Teddy Burris, double R, double S, and Burris. And anybody who's listening to this podcast, you can send me an invite to connect on LinkedIn. Remind me that you heard me on the Critical Mass Radio Show, and I will treat you as appropriately and more appropriate than I would treat anyone else because you found me on this trip. That's very kind of you. Thank you, my friend. I've enjoyed having you on the program and continue the great work that you're doing. Thanks for being a friend of the program and a part of the Critical Mass community. Thanks, Richard. All right. I'd also like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts, our producers, with whom we could not do without whom we could not do this show. Clearly, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me, why not on LinkedIn? I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 